everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Enough podcast. I'm your host, Ayatollah Fumimone, and with me today is a good friend of mine, Isaac Moneke. Isaac is someone who has a very deep perspective of the Bible, and he takes his studies very seriously. So I'm going to have a lot of fun having this conversation with him today. So last week, we talked about a woman in the Bible who was kind of a trailblazer, honestly, and we're talking about Ruth. And, and today we're going to be talking about the people, the, the originators, her, her original ancestors, and that is Lot's, one of Lot's daughters. I don't know if they're named, in, I don't believe they're named in the Bible, but she, she gave birth to a son who she called Moab and Ruth is from the tribe of Moab. So, um, so yeah, Isaac, how's it going? Uh, very well, very well. I'm quite excited for this um this talk. And actually, now that you mentioned it, you said Root was like an uh, a descendant of one of the daughters of Noah, right? Now that mm-hmm. you mentioned, it, I didn't even know that. I, actually, I forgot entirely. You said Moabites. I just remember Root was a Moabite too. So yeah, yeah, that sounds fun though. Yeah, but, no, I'm no, it's it is. It is a lot of fun. I think it's it's of course very interesting. So yeah. so um so I guess some quick so very quick backstory about Lot and his daughters. So this is in Genesis. This is where we're focusing on Genesis chapter 19. Lot and and you know everyone should kind of have an idea or know what the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is. So most people, whether you're Christian or not, should know or at least have an idea of Sodom and Gomorrah. We know it's a city that was destroyed by God with sulfur and fire raining down from heaven. So, um, you know, we don't want to discuss why that city was burned now. We'll touch on it a little bit, but we're, we're going to focus mostly on Lot and his kids. So, um, in chapter 19, it starts off with the with two angels that had visited um, Abraham coming into the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot recognizes them as people who are holy and people who are most likely men of God. And by men of God, I mean sons of God. So um, he welcomes them into their home, into his, he welcomes them into his home and treats them like um, lavish guests. And while they're being treated like guests um, or while they're being celebrated in Lot's home, men from Sodom and Gomorrah try to come. uh, They come to Lot's house and they say to him, bring out these men. We want to sleep with them, which is more or less rape. And Lot says to them, don't don't defile more or less. Don't defile these men. How about you take my virgin daughters? we will, uh, they can satisfy you or they can hopefully satisfy whatever urge you have. And of course, the men are like, no, we don't want that. We want these men. And the angels blind him, take him out. And they said, tell Lot, you need to get out of this city because we're going to reign where it's going to be destroyed by God very soon. Lot goes out into the streets to warn his daughter's fiancés. And they think he's kidding. So he goes away and um, he goes away. He leaves the city. His wife is turned into a pillar of salt um, because she looks back and is like, oh, wow. I, I mean, I miss my time. I saw them on Gomorrah. So she looks back. She gets turned into a pillar of salt. And Lot 
um, goes into a smaller town until he leaves that town and goes to a cave to live with his two kids. And there the their very deep incest happens. So yeah, so that's pretty much that story. And I just want to know, I have my own thoughts about Lot and the kind of man he is. Well, first, I think the first thing I really do want to say is I, my earliest memory of this story must have been when I was maybe seven or eight and we were having a discussion about it with a couple adults, not, not sure if it was in my house or somewhere else, but I know I was, I was somewhere and the adults were saying, um, or someone was saying, not the adults, but someone was definitely saying, this story is is in the Bible. So that means what Lot did was correct. He should have uh, kicked his daughters out or he should have, he him, him maltreating his daughters is a good thing. And I look at that, I'm like, that's, that's not, that's not true. That doesn't just because that behavior is depicted in the Bible doesn't mean that that's behavior that we should emulate. Right. Um, If anyone reads the whole book of judges, you will know what is at least from your common sense. If you have common sense, you will know what is good and what is bad. So, I mean, what is, what is your general idea or depiction of lot? Because I think he's a very, um, He's a very interesting person that we come across in the Bible. And sometimes we tend to overlook. So, yeah, I mean, I just want to know what your idea or what your thoughts about him in general are. Mm, I'm lot, actually. Um, let's see. Um, just like you said, um, lot is actually an, a very interesting character in the Bible and for me, actually, I, I feel like uh, more of like, I believe um, lots, the, um, every every character in the Bible or every story in the Bible is there for a reason, like you said. Mm-hmm. And like you said is what, like like you just said, um, many people misunderstand the reasons behind um, or the story or the moral of the story behind um, each of these stories, right? So um, for lots, actually, um, it's very, it's quite interesting, actually, um, the man Lot, because if you think of, if you go back to the, the beginning, actually, Lot came into picture um, when God had asked um, Abram to leave his father's house, mm-hmm. right? And Lot was like his nephew. Yes. And I find it quite interesting. I think that's the, the main reason why um, Lot is like, kind of like, because if you think about it, um, the Bible didn't mention anyone else that was like a relative other than uh, mm. Abraham, other than Lot. And I think it was just a part of the Bible showing um, a man that believed in, you know, kind of like believed in Abraham. It's like, yeah. like, yeah. So it's like um, Lot wouldn't have been in the picture if he hadn't gone mm. with Abraham. So, yeah. yeah so it's kind yeah. of like showing an example so this is where lot comes in and i think the fact that he had he believed in abram showed that he kind of like saw the same thing mm. with abram so and by that i mean like he the the same the the the, the faith abram had because mm. so, that that means for you to that's like a huge step for you to like leave um 
your family behind, right? We just uh, with a man that said he had a vision of of some of a god or entity talking to him, telling him to yeah, and that he will be Most making the part, do that. part of nature. So you see, so that's I think that's the that's the great the great um part about Lot's story actually because um because yeah that shows like a great uh, step of faith on his side and. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing the Bible recognized about him. And if you can see, if you, if you also pay attention on um, also like previous, um, prior to the scripture of the, the Genesis 19, right? You, you can see um, those same men that uh, went to those same angels that went to um, to, to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. They, they visited Abraham and was like, yes, talking yes. about the destruction that was going to come upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And if just ne- basically negotiating with Abraham about like, what if he could find this amount of men that they would yeah. spare? So, so the so you see, I, I think Lot was like the closest man to the to closest to the righteous person out of all those exam all all those options like Abraham had to pick, and I think that's like one thing that picked that 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 made that that had his story. Written. Yeah. So, but if we're so you know we say the word righteous, right? I mm. think there must have been something in lot to know or understand righteousness exactly. but he was still a man who was deeply flawed because exactly. if, he did, if he didn't understand righteousness right he wouldn't have been able to recognize the angels the way he did right he knew who right. they were right. however he wasn't so is it so is it that he was a righteous man and a bad father or just a bad man in general? So like because I think that's where it can get dicey. Right. And I, I and I I mean, I'm looking forward to getting to the further end of the story about how these two because it, it's it's his two girls that do all these things with him so yeah i mean what what is what is the idea i guess how do we think about law because he was he he understood the word of at least not not the word of god because i don't know if it was clear to them at that time Mm. but he at least understood something about god to recognize the angels so why then could he do that and not be and not be a good father as well. Like if he knows exactly. the word and if he knows how to be, how come he wasn't a good parent to his children? You know, you know, that's that's actually a good, that's a good observation right there. Because um, when you think about it, um God came to Abraham, right? So that's mm-hmm. why you know he established the name God of the God of Abraham, actually. Um, so and he said he would uh, righteousness was imputed to Abraham. This he was the first person to have righteousness imputed to him because of you know his faith and all those things. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about it, the I, I believe um that's that's where this uh this uh important saying about you know fellowship and you know what is it called um mentorship comes in kind of mm-hmm. so it's like Abraham is the one. That's why it's that's why um I don't know uh it's been stretched so much that you know Abraham is like the shepherd the one with the the message from God right yeah and so he so God Lot doesn't have like the relationship with God mm, that Abraham mm. has so yeah he, the only way for Abraham to for for Lot to connect with God was through the relationship Abraham. God had with Abraham ah, I see. so and then you you if you look if you look at it um. Lot grew a uh, lot. Uh, the fact that Lot had to live with Abraham shows that Lot had a 
a close relationship with Abram, like mm-hmm. earlier time before they split ways, like you know, and they went their separate ways um after leaving their father's land. But yeah. um, I believe from that close relationship, things um some of um Abram's ideologies, um faith and everything must have passed down to love. Yeah. You know? But the mm-hmm. thing about these things is though, is that for you, just like um the Bible says, um journey to me and I'll journey to you or stay connected to the vine so this you have to stay connected to the source to keep to keep yeah. being, you know rejuvenated with the mm-hmm, by the source mm-hmm. right so yeah. this form I mean lots in his original connection with Abram must have mm. gotten something yeah that has to, to that that helped him understand a few things about God but the thing is most times we think we think um most time that's why it's there's something called rebellion or something when people assume they've known so much about God and forget that there was like uh there's like a staff or there's a, a, a connection between where they have to keep going to, you understand? Just like yeah, come through God through Jesus. So that's that's literally um the thing that happened with God though. So I feel like he had that, he had that understanding of righteousness based on his relationship but mm-hmm. the thing is he didn't have a deeper understanding because mm-hmm. of his separation from abram and so mm. and, and as a result of it so many things he could have understood more mm. that has to do with god was not imparted to him so that's why it's like it's just it's like he wasn't completely it's like let's say someone was in the process something is in the process of being made right Mm. something is in the process of being manufactured and it steps out yeah halfway. yeah so it doesn't know what the rest of the thing is wow yeah the, the, the process what the rest of the process is so it assumes what it thinks is the process and in the end it doesn't work for it so wow. i think that was lot's example so he had the connection and he had the tra- the 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 intuition and the the training and the like the impartation from abram but because of his co- disconnection from abram he couldn't gain enough to make him understand more about these things that's why you can you 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 can you consider him no you consider but but the fact that he was able to you know be in sodom and gomorrah despite all this happening is Mm -hmm. shows yeah like a disconnection and and yeah to answer your question um he is not i mean he had an understanding but he didn't have a full understanding so that's Mm. why he was he could he could be able to tell what is righteous and mm. what is not righteous and but could not like yeah isolated so he could tell the surface but could not tell the the deep deeper parts of it but would say that i mean to be honest with you i think that's that's it's a decent it's a fair assessment but it, it to me it's almost like kind of making excuses for a lot as well right mm. because even so whatever he had if mm. he was curious enough about the god of abraham he could have searched and sought out this god and been like oh, okay i want to know your ways and i want to understand this 
because he can be like, I want the blessing as well. We know of multiple people in the Bible who saw blessings on someone else. And that is like, that's what I want for myself. Mm. So how come Lot didn't do that? And, and also on top of that, right. Mm. Was, was he, would you say, I mean, I, I don't know about this and I, I, I don't, and I don't particularly mind however it's presented, honestly, because it's interesting, but I tend to think Lot was inherently a sinful person and he did not want to move away from his sinful nature. Okay. That's, that's, that's also one thing, but I also think he was an abusive person in Mm. that he, he may have been abusive to, to his, the two daughters that we know of, I don't know if he had any more kids, but the two daughters we know of, I think he must have been abusive towards them because I read the story and I wrestle with the story and I'm just like, it makes no sense, absolutely no sense, why you offer your two girls up when you know they have fiancés that you are comfortable with. I mean, the, the two people that Lot went out to go find and tell, mm. hey, this fire and brimstone is coming. You need to get yourselves out of here. Mm. The fiancés of his daughters... So clearly he had a relationship enough with those two men and he respected those two men, but he did not respect his, the, the women in his house. I mean, when his wife died, we don't know that Lot was sad. We don't know if he cried. We just know he, he ran away and mm. he, it was like, I'll save myself. So I don't know. Is he greedy? Was he abusive? I think he was abusive, right? I look at that story and I see an abusive father towards his daughter. And I think, and I guess I just want to add this. This is kind of a side note, honestly. But I think a lot of people tend to see God this way because, not because this is a story in the Bible, Mm. but because they just think he's out to get them or he just wants to tear away their fun or he wants to limit them. because these two daughters were supposedly in the house when Lot said, let me bring out my two girls so you can sleep with them and do with, do whatever you want with them. Right. So, ah, man, it's so interesting. So how, um, how, I guess, how do we move? How do we accept that Lot had something and chose not to act on it? And then was he also inherently just a not great person to say it nicely? Mm. So, mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, um, a thought is just coming to me. Um, so let's see. Um, so you said um, based on the fact that, you know, the, that he was able to, you know, willingly offer up his um his daughters right to the mm-hmm. men hmm. you know most times um i mean previously when i've i've read the scripture on um, and just basic um understanding of the scripture and previous understanding of the scripture i was i've always thought it was based on the fact that um uh how do you put it it's just like saying um it's a way of kind of like defend, not, not defending, kind of like, um, you know how um, it's kind of like a pious move. You know how someone is like, um, uh, 
Lord, if you want this, if you, like I would do this, I will sacrifice this for you. Yeah, yeah. Like if 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 this is all it entails, I will sacrifice. I don't I don't mind doing this, killing this, doing this. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. So like the like the I guy in Judges who sacrifices his daughter because yeah, that's thinks... how I've always pictured that, and I think it was more of a display of reverence. I don't know if that I don't. I mean, that's that's how I. Mm, okay. Okay. Of reverence for the you know the angels and you yeah. to, you know to like back to 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 tell to tell the, the those folks like back off like now nah, you can't with this you can't these are holy men these are holy spirits mm, yeah and all the yeah like, these that like so I mean that's how I've always but when you speak of that um actually um it's uh intriguing though so hmm. but yeah just like you said um. He is um, actually let's let's think about it this way. From the beginning, um, sin was already in the world, you know. Yes. And Adam, um, Abram was like the first person to be imputed with righteousness. So basically, yeah. every every single person there was literally a sinner. Mm-hmm. So they and and if you can tell, the sin nature was like so was so much in them back then because yeah, the they didn't have Jesus yet, and so. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he and they was, didn't have the word yet. Yes, exactly, so. exactly. So I believe what you said um, about the fact that he was inherently, you know, into this, and that, and the fact that he didn't try to seek out, you know, redemption. That shows. Um, that shows, and and actually, that's that's actually a good observation because if you think about it, he chose of all the place he had he, of all the places to stay in. He cho- he still stayed in that same place. So yes. that's what I still believe. There is still, like you said, I was not, um, like you said, uh, that doesn't excuse the, the fact that he was, um, the, um, he was, he, he didn't try to, what is it called, um, seek redemption, but the fact he, st- he saw this place was a bad place and still mm. stayed there, mm-hmm. that shows there is something in him mm-hmm. that is, that connects him to, and if you think about it, he was a son of U. And you know they were known for this thing. So that that's that that brings again the point that you know when someone like when something calls for separation, right? Yeah. You don't go with what separated you. You fall back into the to what you know. Mm. Yes. And that yeah. I think that is what is a characteristics of what happened with Lutz. Well, I mean to be to be like I mean to even talk about separation. Do you think? that the separation from abram abram because his name was his name was abram at the time mm. so do you think the separation from abram was something that was orchestrated by god because the bible doesn't mention that but it happened because mm. um so when so the separation from the separation of abram and lot is abram was he said pick pick any land you you want and Lot is technically much younger than Abraham, right? And this is a culture, at least we believe, is a culture of respect. Mm-hmm. Lot, if he had common sense, should have just been like, fam, you pick first, and then I'll pick next. But Lot didn't do that. Lot picked first, and he picked what he saw to be the well, best yeah. land. Mm-hmm. And he said, and Abraham was like, okay, I'll take whatever else is left. And part of that best land was Sodom and Gomorrah, which mm. was absolutely exactly. destroyed. Mm. So, so I mean, 
Yeah. How how do we? Oof, man. I mean, if you think about it, before before this the this separation, before before we had the separation, actually before everything escalated to the separation, uh, it was it was recorded that um he was uh like his household and all and his what is it called his whatever um caravan was like mm-hmm. um giving troubles to Abraham. Yes, yes, it yes. A, a, a clash of conflict, mm-hmm. and the fact that um he was able to choose this choose, you know, basically, like you said, uh, he saw what was he thought was good. Yeah, you see, this shows he is a. I don't know if I'm not gonna generalize that this shows he is a short sighted. Mm. It's 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 kind of like an example of like you said, he's a youth, he's a young person, you know, and yes. that's like. Abraham was far-sighted to see this thing because he he's a man of vision. Like literally, yes, God told him, yes. um, "A barren man, I will make you father of na- many nations." So it's his faith. So you see, but Lot, the fact that Lot couldn't see the same way Abraham did see, yes, there was yeah. separation, but not not just in, not just in, uh, not just the physical separation, but a separation in ideology, a separation yeah. in so many things, and that's why I believe um. He couldn't like he couldn't stay with Abram. Yeah, no. There's no way he could have stayed. Yeah. I mean, with the way things were, there's no even if Abraham wanted Lot to stay, and even if Lot himself wanted himself to stay, they, they wouldn't have survived because the way the the um the arguments and the disagreements that were happening mm. between both their parties, there yeah. there was going to be an eventual separation. So, I mean, it's it that's, just that's, happened. That's a that's a good thing. That's a good observation again. Um, you see the argument between the 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 parties, right? So, it, it, I mean, when you think when you when you when you talk about it now, it makes me think. So the fact that there was an argument between both parties means um, each party had their own way of seeing things. Yes, and basically, it stemmed from the head. You can mm-hmm. you, you think about it. So yeah, not, the fish stinks from the head. That's something exactly. people say in yeah. Exactly. So the fact that Lot could um so the ideology had spread through, and that's why um that's why when you think about it, it was it's something that was so deep ingrained that even the parties they didn't even have to the the two people didn't have to fight though, but mm-hmm. because of the separation of this thing, the separation of ideas and ideologies make yeah. each collide and that's actually a very uh, that's that's actually a key factor in in what happened with his daughters if you think about it actually yes. so yes. the fact that and this is why i say so because the ideology or the way of reasoning or the mentality or just basically the lifestyle that they had mm-hmm. was something that was ingrained in them that was that, that not even just lots but it spread to everyone, his daughters, his wife, and everything. That's yeah. why for what happened to that happened means it was already in them. Yes. Now that you say that, right, let's let's kind of shift a little to because I mean we're doing everything kind of at speed at this point, but let's shift a little to the daughters now, right? Mm-hmm. So I look, I look at those women, and at first, at first I felt really sorry for them mm-hmm. because I was like because truly they were abused by lot for him to be willing to give off his own like offspring and say, mm. 
do what whatever you want with them it's fine even though they have fiancés on the side even though i know those fiancés on the side that's irrelevant you do what you want with them and we keep these men not that lot should have given the angels away but he should have protect he's capable of protecting them both because the angel protected lot at the end of the day mm, mm. right so um now the daughters right we i i look at the story and at first i feel sorry for them because i'm just like these are women that did not deserve what their dad gave to them then we go further into the story right and the first the first the eldest the eldest of the two girls says to the younger one when um this is after Sodom and Gomorrah has been destroyed they go to a different city lot leaves the city because he's afraid of the people even though he said let's go to this city where that's a whole different story different day but the so they go to a cave and they're hiding out there remember right before we even get into that remember lot left abraham with servants with with flock with he had his own wealth by the time he was leaving sodom and gomorrah he technically had nothing mm. and he goes to live in a cave with his two daughters first of all isn't that extremely constricting how do you have two women in your household and you don't give them enough freedom to go out and seek and search or live on their own but that that's will we can get into that a little bit later but the first daughter says to the younger one there are no men here we're in a cave with our dad it's just him and us let us sleep with him so we can continue our family line so the first one goes in sleeps with her i mean it's an insane story sleeps with her dad and then she says to her sister you go in and sleep with dad as well so that we continue this line and the first one gives birth to the moabites the second one gives birth to the ammonites the people the the ammonite people so we see two lines created from incest and again side note we see how god uses that to bring i mean Jesus is from the line of the Moabite people. We cannot forget that. Ruth is a Moabite woman. She is from these uh crazy. So um so we see that these two women, right? They've been abused and they could have learned from their abuse, gotten over I mean, I cannot speak on uh, on whatever it is an abuse victim goes through. But there's something that they could have done to at least get themselves out of the situation hopefully right because we we tend to we tend to look at women from the past and we're like oh they're oppressed they they didn't have a mind of their own they didn't um they didn't they didn't have freedom but we see from Ruth's story that that's not true and we also see technically from this story that that's not true because these women had enough mind brain power to be like this man has abused us we don't we have no respect we have no love we have no revere for him he's the only man we see we don't even see him as a father anymore that's not what he is to us he is just a man who can help us carry our family line so i don't know what um what it means really cuz to continue what it meant to continue a family line for a woman of that time because in today's day and age continuing a family line 
is more of a man thing. Like, oh, okay, this is the person that carries my last name and he's going to continue and we're going to do whatever. But back then it was like, these women found, they, they believed it was their responsibility to continue their line. Why? I wonder why. And I wonder why people don't look at them as people who, they were evil. Let's get that right. They, what they did was evil. What they did was wrong. What they did was not um, anything that God would have wanted any of us to do because it is sick um, and is clearly against a couple commandments in the Bible as well, right? But they did what they did. Why, why should we look at, should, okay, well, first of all, actually, should we look at these women and say that they are abused and battered women and we should feel sorry for them? Or should we look at them a different way for technically taking advantage of their father? Because what they did to complete that part is get him drunk. Drunk enough not to recognize that there were women coming in and out of his tent to sleep with him. So how are we supposed to look at these women? How do we um, understand that? How can we see or understand that? uh, First of all, the father-daughter relationship was severely broken between the two of them. And the second thing is, how how do we recognize that these women were not weak women or who were there were not women who were um products of whatever we tend to think that environment was which was uh of submission because these are women that didn't submit they were products of their environment because they were in Sodom and Gomorrah and they must have learned what because they couldn't have just believed or gotten the idea to sleep with their dad randomly that doesn't just come into someone's head at least I don't believe it does So they must have learned it from somewhere, most likely from the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, because that is the community. That is where they were. So how are we supposed to look at these women? How are we supposed to define them in our minds? your opinion Hmm. that's an interesting question actually how are we supposed to define them Hmm. i mean now that you now that now that you um talk about it um you said something that is actually quite interesting um you said um that these women had to agree, had to make, had to like make up their mind, determined to um preserve their father's seed, right? Mm-hmm. And they came up with a plan on what to do. Actually, um, when I see when 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 I, I actually I was just looking at it over and over, thinking about it over and over again, and it's and it's and I don't know why it sounded like some and the fact that you mentioned that. I, I, you know, I'm just, again, I'm just connecting the dots and everything. And, mm-hmm. and the fact you mentioned that these, that Jesus was a descendant from, you know, one of yes. the lines. And it's actually quite interesting because if you think about it, 
I, I believe this was, I believe it was kind of like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, but um, this thought or this process of thinking that brought about this, I believe it was inspired because I don't know, it was inspired, I don't know how, why it was inspired or what inspired it mostly, but the fact that it was inspired shows mm-hmm. that they must have either been visionaries mm. or optimistic about something because think about it why would they want like you said why would they want to preserve their father's um, father's Mm -hmm. line so that shows is like that shows that's that shows a level of optimism Mm -hmm. and and that's and that kind of optimism can only come from visionary people people that believe that a line is worthy to be preserved Hmm. And this is why I say this is why this is why I say this is why I say this because um there's a reason why um actually in, based on the covenant um God had with you know with with Jacob or uh Abraham he he mentioned that the, the 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 what is it called the king the 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 king the the kingship will remain in the in the family with with the family of Judah hmm. you see so that's like uh, uh that's like a, a story behind that's like a deep story behind bloodlines and everything yeah. so and if you think about it the b- before jesus came to came he's he everything was arranged in the way that he had to come from the same bloodline of judah yeah mm-hmm. and that shows the importance of bloodline and how powerful bloodline is right yeah and so the fact wow. that that's why that's why i when you were when you were just saying this i was going over it and over again because like you said, instead of seeing them as abusive, like, you know, abused women and, you know, terrible men for doing what they did, another way to see them. And it just opened my eyes to another way, you yeah. know, based on the fact that their father's bloodline, actually, if you think about it, um, this man, they could have literally, um, like you said, um, you said they were submissive and not entirely submissive. They could have left. Yes. On somewhere else. They could have. have. Yes. They had, yes. Up, they, I mean, they clearly could have done whatever they wanted. Exactly. To. And the fact that they, what is it called? They chose their father. I'm, I'm pretty sure they must have convinced their father to like go out, meet someone else, meet some other woman. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah meet some other woman or just at least, um, what is it called? Um, just brought up the idea of you know him preserving the blood and the 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 family bloodline and he didn't listen mm-hmm. but then if you think about it they went it it's it sounds like they 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 must have done everything to have convinced him but he refused and they yeah take matters into their hands mm. and now if you think about it the fact that that is a very daring that's a, that's very daring actually very yeah I mean and then it, it it doesn't just happen once mm-hmm. now you can, twice. you can stop you can stop at one person and be like um okay we've already preserved it you can just go ahead and carry it along right mm-hmm. but twice now that that is a that is a very deep um that is a very deep thing there that you know we all have to sit back and look at the fact that these women now based on optimism for what is it called the future about their father's um seed about the father's bloodline they mm-hmm. decided to preserve their father's bloodline and that is um actually interesting though yeah mm. yeah i mean i think um 
I think, you know, I think these are just things to think about, right? Things yeah. to mm-hmm. to really wrestle with as we wonder about what the Bible actually says and what it means. Because, I mean, I look forward to people listening to this who are not Christians and they're like, oh, wow, that's that's really, that's fascinating. So, um, so yeah, I mean... I also I I do want to kind of do I do want to finally say that just because Lot and his children acted like this does not mean in any way that this is how God acts with us right and there are many examples of parental relationships with children in the Bible that work so the clearest one that I can think about right now, and I look forward to talking about her one day because she's, I mean, that relationship is, is it can be misunderstood and it probably has been misunderstood, but is the relationship between Caleb and AXA. And I mean, Caleb who helped um, fight the, who yeah. helped fight and yeah, get yeah. the promised yeah. land with Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's a whole story for a different day, but that relationship shows a relationship that can be similar to what most girls can have with their fathers and what most girls should have with their fathers. Um, But, and it can always be better than that as well. But what we see here with Lot and his kids, and what some people may have also faced with their parents is um, possible abuse because I mean, this is a man who clearly at least could recognize God, but did not carry out everything that God possibly also placed in him. He didn't, he didn't carry anything out in the way he treated his family and treated even people outside. Lots is a very nuanced person that we don't get to talk about enough of we tend to focus on abraham isaac jacob and all the other big guys in the bible right and um judges is littered with people who are similar to lot very very similar to lot and um and i hope people can read these stories with opened eyes because we're not telling you this is the right thing to do we're saying whatever you do, whether good or evil, at the end of the day, it will be used to bring glory to God's name, period. Because like I said, Jesus is from the line of these people and Jesus died for us. It was just Easter this past week. Jesus died for us. He has carried the sins of generations, generations. So there, and there is no sin in his line that anyone has not committed from rape to adultery to incest i mean there's tamar there's there's all kinds of people in the family line of jesus and he's carried every single one of that on top of him and died and said we are cleansed from that so yeah no do you have any final closing thoughts that you want to share um just like you said um just um just reaffirming what you just said um based on the fact that um these these stories are just like um 
these stories are stories, are deep stories that can only be understood by going deeper into the story. So mm. uh, that, like you said, um, we don't just assume, we don't just read the stories on the surface and and believe that this is what the story is telling us about and that we have to do it this way right yeah. so we have to understand it's like um, it's like when you do a, an analysis of a poem or something of a writing you have to go back to the context the content and also like do a deep rhetoric of the of what the writing was about you know yeah. and just like and i believe it applies to this as well because just like you said, many people believe, many people can use this to justify the fact that this like incest and all those things can are actually justifiable and all those things. But mm. I don't believe that's the, that that's that that's how it works. Yeah. Because they're, they're, and and my advice, like you said, is before we try to totally assume or like come to a conclusion that this is what this is saying, that we have to try to go back go deep and ask the holy spirit to give us better understanding yeah. of, and yeah. of these scriptures because yeah because it says um i don't know i think is uh matthew was talking about um um jesus is a stumbling block to which is like the word is a stumbling block to many people which is like the word it can be uh what is it called it can be the 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 thing that saves us and at the same time it can mm-hmm. be a stumbling block why why is it a stumbling block because some people can misunderstand it and that's yeah. when it a stumbling block yeah so yeah but but overall like just like you said you know the fact that um the sins like basically jesus still came from the bloodline and how god turns everything into you yes know, in the end you know that's very interesting because you know I do, like you said, I do believe the fact that Lot went out with, went out of the, um, went out from um, his father's side, his father's land with Abraham. Yes. Also, like a positive is like it's, it. also shows a sign of faith and faith and destiny. You know. Yes. That it was fated fate, to yes. be. Yeah, it was fated to be. Mm-hmm. And then you look look at it. Um, Jesus came from a descendant of both bloodlines. You know, Abraham mm-hmm. and Lot. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So, so I have never even thought about it like that before, though. but yeah. So although he might have had, they might have had every, they, they might have had like shortcomings and everything. That's the way I believe we should all relate with, you know, with God. Many people are so held back by the fact that they've had shortcomings with God in the past and everything mm. like this and this and that. But yeah. the thing is, everything all is all part of a plan. Everything comes out to be yes. as fated just like god ordained it you say before you were before you were born i've already known everything about you and what wow. you um, so that's 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 the beautiful part about it though like so so what if what if just think about it what if um the daughters didn't do what they did it would be we wouldn't even be talking about them right now so i know and then the bloodline where would you know it's just everything what would happen connected. exactly it's like yeah everything is connected I was listening to a message, I think this past weekend and, um, and, you know, the preacher was saying that everything, God knows the beginning, the middle and the end. Exactly. So it's all, it's all there. 
he i mean and he's already won he knows he's won so sometimes you know we think we have power over the situation that we're in mm, mm. but we actually don't you think you can control everything and the reality is you don't there are certain decisions you make mm. but at the end of the day the decision whether good or bad will bring glory to god's name and that in itself so you i mean so the thing is you can choose to be in line with god or you can choose to go out of line he'll do what he needs to do to make sure that the line still connects the way he wants it to connect so uh, i was just absolutely marveled by that so um okay ending so Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. I cannot wait to share another episode with you guys next week, Wednesday. Um, and I hope you all tune in once again. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Ayatollah Fumi Munei, and this has been the Christian Enough podcast. I hope you guys had a good day listening.